Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thank you for joining me again today. If you tuned in yesterday, you'd know that I read the very first chapter of Hosea. I will not read it again, but I'll have you read it. Please take time to read it on your own. But the story goes that God asked Hosea to marry a prostitute, someone who was a woman of the world, someone that had slept around all the time, and and it was just kind of hard for Hosea to understand that Hosea was trying to get a—God was trying to get across a point to Hosea. And uh, you know what? God just wants us to listen to him and be obedient. Sometimes it won't make sense what he asks us to do. But when you're led by the Spirit of God, he will lead you. He will guide you. He will show you the doors. And, you know, down the line, you'll see why he did that. Our Heavenly Father, again today, open our hearts and open our minds to your truth. Lord, may we see you in a very clear way. May we honor you in a very clear way. Lord, may nothing step in the way of your relationship with us. Lord Jesus, I want to serve you. I love you. Lord, I know I've not always made the right decisions. And I thank you for for your forgiveness. I thank you that you helped me move forward. Lord, thank you for these listeners in their lives, wherever they are at in their life. God, be near them. Watch over them. Guide them, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God was leading Hosea, though it was very confusing. Hosea had a choice. Yes, like all of us, to be obedient to God or to say no and turn his back on God. I mean, I can't even imagine the idea of God saying marry a prostitute. Hosea said yes, and oh, did and he did the journey, and the journey began. And Gomer, his wife, continued her adultery, listen to that, continued in her sin. But Hosea stood the course. He stayed with her. I imagine praying that the God of heaven would restore. He didn't give up on her as God didn't give up on Israel. That's what he was trying to get across. But he wanted to. And I imagine many times over the years, Hosea wanted to send Gomer packing. But he stayed true to his God. People of God, I'm sure there are times in your life that you would like to bail. Because things just seem ridiculous. And nothing is going right. And I'm telling you this, and the Word of God tells you this, stay the course. God will bless you if you're obedient. He wants obedient people. He cares deeply for you. What does it take for you to say yes to his obedience? Some of you, he's going to lead you today. He's going to show you something today. He's going to tell you or lead you to understand something that you need to be obedient about. Don't put your earplugs in. Don't block your heart. Listen to him. Hosea didn't give up. He kept pursuing her, and he kept loving her through her sin. We need to continue to love people through their sin, not to judge them, but to show them the way and encourage them, encourage them to get their lives together with Jesus. And he says, do it gently and carefully, not condemning. Gomer has his first child, and God says to him, name him Jezreel, which means God's, God's scatters. It wasn't uncommon for the prophet's children uh, to be named after a symbolic prophet's message. Jezreel wasn't exactly the name of choice for a child then, 
Basically, the name meant bloodshed and violence, catastrophe and trials. How'd you like to have carry that name around, especially when you understood what that name meant? It might be equivalent to naming your child Hiroshima, Auschwitz, or World Trade Center. The name would bring shock and disbelief to people. Not long after Jezreel was born, they had a son, and they named him Lurume, which means not loved. Well, how would you like to carry that around? Carry a name that says, you're not loved. You're not loved. What a name. It was, and, and it's just hard to understand those kind of things. Why? But God had his purpose. As much as I'm sure Jose and Gomer love their children, they probably could hardly say their kid's name without a reminder of harsh reminder of God, what was going to happen and what had happened. It doesn't get much better than her third child. As I said the other day, they named him Loami, which means not my people. This represents the fracture between God and his people. God called them to be their special people among the nations, but yet their behavior was no different from the other places in the land that served other gods. People of God, is your life different from other people, or do you have the same lifestyle as every other person around you? Is Jesus Christ in the center, or is Jesus Christ the thought? Or Jesus Christ, the Sunday love. Jesus Christ should be on our hearts every day. The Holy Spirit should dwell in our lives every day. Remember the Word of God says, repent and be baptized, every one of you. And then you will receive the Holy Spirit. Some of you probably haven't repented. Some of you probably have not been baptized We've been going through some baptisms lately. Just had a guy Sunday wants to be baptized. I'm so excited about that. He's made a choice to serve God, and he wants the world to know it. He's a 50-year-old guy or 48-year-old guy, and he's lived a life. He's had struggles. He's had struggles with crime and all sorts of things, but he's turned his life around. I want to follow Jesus all the way. And folks, that's what he wants you to do. Wherever you're at, let's follow Jesus. If you're listening today, you haven't given your heart to Jesus. Say today, Jesus, forgive me my sins. Come into my life. I believe you're the son of God, and I believe I will have eternal life because I believe in you. Thank you, Lord. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you prayed that prayer, and then you will get baptized. And I don't know what church you go to, but your church, I'm certain, will probably baptize you. But if you don't go to a church and you want to be baptized, you get a hold of me. I'll make sure that you get baptized because we want people to follow the word of God. You know, we think it's rough that God's given Hosea a real understanding of how painful it is for our God who watches his children continually put everything before him. I mean, God has to be frustrated because he's a God that loves us so much, and he gives us choice. He gives people choices to make every day. He put it in our court. We have a choice to follow him or not. He gave Adam and Eve, follow me. I tell you, the only thing don't do is don't eat from the of the tree of good and evil. You eat from that tree, then there, there's problems. Yeah, that's the only thing they had to worry about. What did they do? They ate. They were tempted by the enemy. They were tempted by Satan, and things spiraled after that. Things changed, the world developed, and it was amazing things. But God gave them the choice. You know, God could 
put in the heart of every man just to straight follow me. But God saw it fit that people in this world, as they came into this world, need to make a choice. And he put us in their path to help them see the way. He put the word of God in their path to help see the way. But through it all, just as God acts like he's breaking up with people of Israel, he then looks ahead and he affirms he can't stop loving them. He can't stop loving them. He loves you even though you may be the biggest sinner on the planet. He loves you and he wants you to turn things around. Hosea shows us that God pursues us no matter how big of a mess life we make. Some people, they tell me stories and I'm just amazed at the mess they've made of their lives. But God forgives that. God says, I'm going to help you turn things around. You know, let me reaffirm to you that God has not stopped pursuing you. He is pursuing you. If you're listening to this radio show today, I want you to know he is pursuing you. He still wants you to stop and listen and put away those thoughts of desperation to understand that he loved you so much that he gave his only son to die for each one of us and take all the garbage that we've been involved in to the cross so once and for all we can be free to walk in his ways. Hosea fights through it. He sees the big picture. Listen to the words of chapter 3. Because of God's lessons and God's pursuit of man, we see reconciliation. Lessons do come our way, but I pray we can see God's big picture early and pursue God now. Listen to what the last verse says. Who is wise? He says, Hosea says, who is wise? He will realize these things. Who is discerning? He will understand them. The ways of the Lord are right and righteous. Walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. The rebellious will continue to stumble in them. And I want to read real quickly the third chapter. It's very short, only five, uh, five or six verses in Hosea chapter 3. The Lord said to me, Go show your love to your wife again, even though she had messed up, though she is loved by another man and is adulterous. Love her as the Lord loves Israel, though they turn to other gods and love the sacred raisin cakes. So I bought her for 15 shekels of silver and bought about a homer and an alethic of Harley. Then I told her, you are to live with me many days. You must not be a prostitute or be intimate with any man, and I will behave the same way toward you. For the Israelites will live many days without king or prince, without sacrifice or sacred stones, without ephod, ephod, or household gods. Afterwards, the Israelites will return and seek the Lord, their God, and David, their king. They will come trembling to the Lord and to the blessings in those last days. So he told her, no more. No more sleeping around. Stay on to me, just like Israel. And he used, used this as a parallel, as a story. And then one day, they will return, and the Lord will bless them in their last days. See, folks, God will bless you. God has given you and I a choice. Where is your life headed? What part does God play? Are we serving the Lord Jesus Christ? Are we living for ourselves? People of God, maybe it's time for reality check. Check in. Check in with God. See where you're at. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for these great people. Thank you for their lives. Thank you for the Word of God. Even though sometimes we have a hard time making sense of it, you make perfect sense of it because you had a perfect plan. You have a perfect plan for each of us. Lord, may every listener today follow you. 
Bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.